Um, so yes, yeah, so Hayden was making a recommendation that I think the next move for 2021 or 2022 is that Janda Batanda should have its own mini series on Netflix. It's time. It's time. I think we've already. I mean, we've already put it out in the world. Last episode that didn't come out. So I mean, Netflix is going to call us soon. That's how this works. Hi, I'm Tanya, and you're listening to the Janda Batanda podcast. Today's episode is our Hollywood edition with recommendations for movies and binge-worthy TV series. Returning to the show is Texan native son Hayden Lewis from All That Film podcast, all the way from Houston, Texas. For this year-end slash quarantine movies recommendation, we broaden the scope to films and series other than Janda movies. Hope you like it. Yeah, which uh, I don't know. When, when given the option, usually humans maybe don't do the best thing for each other. Um, well, it's, but a lear- yeah, no, it's a learning. I- it's a learning for all of us. This is this is a hard ask, I think, uh, of of anyone to be able to be patient for months on end. It's months on end with no clear guide. Well, on how long? For sure. I, I think I think part of that comes down to and uh, again I swear I'll talk about movies and TV. we'll get you all the good stuff here in a second yeah. but I think I think part of the thing that specifically messed up uh, a lot of like perspective in the United States is they were like okay we'll do this for two weeks and then like on that last part of the second week they're like eh, it's more or less going to be like a month probably a month and then it was like okay, yeah, we, we can work with that. And then it was like a month was like coming to an end and they were like, eh, three months? <laughs> <laughs> One year, two so, years, maybe. Yeah. So the, so the problem is we keep putting, like everybody tries yeah. to put a date on this and we keep putting train tracks down as we're like slowly like trying to get a vaccine together. And it's like, hey, like, like I said, so, some things kind of take time. Um, but is everything going well for you? Um, in Jakarta, yes, uh, relatively speaking, we're, we're doing all right, um, compared to our neighbors, uh, neighboring countries, they don't think we're doing as well, but, um, you know, the, the country is large, it has a huge population, so it's, a, it's got 200, and almost 270 million people, so, yeah, and it's always a challenge to manage a large population like that, um, we do. We have lost too many healthcare workers, unfortunately. Um, so we'd like to not have more of that. And uh, yeah, for but, sure. Uh, so we're kind of in a semi-lockdown. So we're still um, number of uh, workers that are allowed to go back into the office are limited, and uh, children are still being schooled from home. So there's still a combination of things. And there's still now talks of whether kids are going to go back to school in January. So that's part of the big um, discussion here in Indonesia. Um, we're basically, we, I sympathize with all the issues that you're facing over there because obviously it's the same issues that we're having over here. And, yeah. um, but since um, Hayden and I are such good people, we have come up with suggestions on how to make the rest of the 2020 or the indefinite number of days that are coming up entertained because um, as you may remember, Hayden is a, 
this is a returning guest to the Janda Bachanda podcast. Of course. Thank yes. you again. <laughs> he is welcome to come back anytime. He can take over my show if he'd like to. I, 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 no, never. <laughs> I, I couldn't. I, I, I'm, happy, I'm happy to have him anytime. And so, you have too much of a spark that I lack. <laughs> uh, oh, I doubt that. Um, and I love um, for podcast listeners, Hayden is wearing a tank top with Captain America. Um, oh, yeah. Yes. So Captain America from Texas. So this is about as America as it gets. <laughs> this is and Yeah, I get that. <laughs> um, Hayden's specialty, um, special skills, as um, Liam Neeson calls it, is that he is um, a sharp critique of film. So that's why he is the host of the podcast, All That Film. Please make sure that you show him some love and follow him um, on YouTube as well as Spotify. Leave a glowing review on Apple Podcasts. The same for Dana Batanda Podcast. Our only requirement is that it be a positive review not some mean negative review, please. But if you do have some kind of opinion but, about how we can improve, we'd love to hear that. Actually, we'd love. Or if <laughs> if you hate my tank top uh, and want to let <laughs> Janet Pachanda know about yeah. that, just five star it, and then we'll know. <laughs> yeah. Just five star it, and we'll know. Actually, yeah. speaking of um, uh, wardrobe choices, uh, I'm wearing the Janet Pachanda T-shirt. Merchandise um, items are available. Um, I'm sending one over. I'm to trying to get. I'm trying to get my own. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get the black version with a white font over to uh, Texas sometime soon. So if you'd like yeah. to have one delivered to your home, please let me know. So now yeah, I'd done, love to. I'd love to rock that on Casual Friday. Uh, yes, I love it. <laughs> and when you are uh, wearing it in Texas, please do send me pictures because that'd be cool. You may ask, what do we have in store this time? Last time we talked about all uh, the top ten um, Janda films, but this time we're talking about the binge-worthy shows and or the noteworthy shows, really. And some of that we'd like to talk about. Uh, our recommendations for series that we're watching or we'd like you to watch. And the other uh, is uh, the Hayden had a recommendation that Danda Batanda should have a mini series on Netflix because yeah we you guys missed it because we didn't have the recording so now we just have it between us two. Um, so or so. yeah so what happened was <laughs> We're, we're podcasters that forgot to hit record, essentially. Or we hit record, but it didn't record. And, we were, and, and I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I'll say it. I, I know we were all thinking it. It was our best episode ever. I think it was the best <laughs> podcast ever that we we lost. It, I don't know happened. where it went. You know, the funny thing is we actually have the video footage of us talking. <laughs> no sound. So well, and, and you have—I think you have your audio. So <laughs> that's right. I have my audio. You could, just, you could post the conversation by yourself, and maybe people could try to read my lips. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there she goes talking to herself again. So that—that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's about right. That's about that's about sizes up. Um, so yes, yeah, so Hayden was making a recommendation that. I think the next move for 2021 or 2022 
is that Janda Bachanda should have its own mini series on Netflix. Um, so it's time. It's time. I think we've already. I mean, we've already put it out in the world. Last episode that didn't come out. So I mean, Netflix is going to call us soon. That's how this works. <laughs> so we're just waiting. Of- Speaking of um, uh, original shows, yeah, man, I, I love original shows, not just on Netflix, but in, in every, anywhere else. Like one of the ones that recently I've, I've just been sort of enthralled. I, I don't know if I, I'm going to see if I can send you the link. There's in Indonesia, we have Mola TV. That's our version of like ESPN meets Netflix. And, oh, really? Yeah. And it's kind of cool. So on that, they have um, this program called Musafir Malam. I guess that's best translated as like the nighttime poet. And it has, the host is our Indonesia's own rapper, Iwake. And he interviews people, but he does it outside, outdoors, or in iconic locations in the city. And it's cool, it's hip, and it's fresh, you know. And I love it. I love when people come up with new ideas, present something that's that can be boring, but if it's done correctly, it can be amazing, you know. And it's a nice new show. So that's an example of something that's new and noteworthy. Musafir Malam's bilingual Indonesian English. So, but kind of like this show, and uh, but it's kind of an encouragement for you to start speaking Indonesian so that you can catch it. So I can catch up with it. Yeah, no, I, I like I like what you were saying about sports. Is I I think one of the problems with like sports movies or even like sports documentaries is they're really kind of only made for like people who really enjoy sports. Yeah. Uh, and from what I can tell, uh, from what people have told me about the Last Dance documentary, um, uh-huh. you don't really have to you don't really have to love basketball to still be like, oh, this is a really cool documentary. I still haven't watched it because I don't know if you're aware of this. So everywhere, everywhere else in the world, it was posted on Netflix episodically mm-hmm. here in the States. It was not. It was mm-hmm. posted on ESPN Plus, And I refused to get another streaming service. I hadn't you, watched you don't, it. You don't get less dance on Netflix. No, we have we have different like what we're allowed to like watch. So, for instance, uh, an, another one specifically, certain movies like I think Uncut Gems and Annihilation, uh, those were in theaters for about two months. Like after the first couple weeks, those were in theaters for us. Those were on Netflix for basically everyone else, um, right. besides I think the United States and maybe like the UK. I want to say. Okay. Um, All right. So. Yeah. Unfortunately, Hayden hasn't seen Last Dance, which I have. Last Dance, for um, listeners out there, this is a must-watch. So this is about basically Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls and Phil Jackson during their heyday. And and Scott Pippen. All the great great stories. And so this is a, I want to say, six-episode or uh, a five-episode limited series i believe it's six and it's so easy to binge watch this because i don't know something about michael jordan you just can't get enough of the guy and i'm not a sports fan but i love sports highlights and i love films about sports because it gets me into the the heart of the matter again it's it's highlighted 
um, episodes of years of history that you can just watch in a short while. And I thought it was well done. Some people didn't like it because they thought the, the filmmaking or the storytelling was a little bit cheesy was uh, some of the reviews, but I thought it was right on point for sort of the era. It kind of it resonated sort of with what the 90s was like. I Definitely. Know. And one of the things I'd even throw out about that is I, I saw a little bit of the promotional material and it definitely probably leans a little bit into the like mm-hmm. campy and cheesy nature of like, oh, we were the greatest basketball team ever. Like, but at the same time, I would rather have somewhat of a personality than the the opposite of that where other sports documentaries are like, these are the events that happened. And it's like, okay, well... You just you just narrated the events like you didn't add the flair, the flavor to right. it. So there's so much. Yeah, drama. I'm, I, there was so much drama. I'm really looking there. forward to watching it. Yeah, no, I, it's <laughs> it's on like my top priority. And another one, I you know I I don't want to. I'm doth the movie person, and then the first two that I'm bringing up to you, I haven't seen. But one of these I'm catching up with. Everyone and their mother is talking about it uh, that you have seen. Uh, the Queen's Gambit, which we talked about last time. Yeah. I have watched part of episode one and I want to see more. My girlfriend's already finished it a while ago because I mentioned it to her. How I was like, How dare hey, she watch you before you? Oh my God. Well, in, in fairness, she'll probably watch it the second time with me. And she's not <laughs> one of those people. Like my brother is one of those people where he's like, hey, hey, make sure to really watch this scene. And I'm like, well, I know something's coming now. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, my, my mom is queen of spoilers. My mom does so the same Queen's thing. Yeah. Gambit is a movie on Netflix, another limited series with you know, uh, Anya Taylor Joy. So this is one of Hayden's favorite actresses to watch. Um, <laughs> I did not say that last time. She's, so. she's one of my favorite. I think she's one of the best, like, up and coming actresses. And I think this being on Netflix and being mm-hmm. something that people are talking about will definitely, like, elevate her career to be somewhat. Someone like Emma Stone and Jennifer Lawrence both like had their moment where they it was, they were like the person, the actor. Um, so I definitely think she has a chance to be in that like discussion. That's interesting comparison yeah. to Jennifer Lawrence and uh, Emma. Which which Emma did you just compare? Emma Stone? Emma, Emma Stone. Stone. <laughs> there's oh, okay. so there's so many to keep track of. Those now, those Emmas, so. those Emma actresses, <laughs> those Emma Hollywoods, Queen's Gambit is definitely a must watch. I love the colors. Didn't you love the how how beautiful how it's filmed? Yeah, yeah. filmed. Yeah, it's amazing. How he, and also wardrobe is is incredible. Um, I found my thirteen yeah, year old daughter and, brushing up, um, cleaning up her old chess set. The Queen's exactly. Gambit is about um, a female <laughs> chess player, uh, a world class female chess player, and so I, I think that's kind of a nice new thing to. Um, spark the interest in chess again. Chess is big in Indonesia. Chess is, and and as I mentioned last time, I, I love me some chess. I've been, I haven't even got through the first episode, but I've been, I've been playing like on my break for work. Yeah. I'll like play a match with the computer, uh, and I'll, I'll I'll be up in the difficulty over and over. So maybe I'll get to that master level again. No, but I actually I th- I think like just as a quick like side about this too. I really like movies where it's kind of what is typically viewed as like mm. a male dominated thing. I like when there's like a a big female like led project. Mm. So for instance, 
if there was like a female engineer movie, I'd be really down with that because I know as, as silly as it sounds, that brings down some of the barriers where it's like you can think of a, a figure because no one really thinks of like a person engineer. They're just like, oh, that's that's a dude, I guess. And there's tons of like great women in STEM. So even like, what was the movie? I'm trying to remember. It was with uh, Octavius Spencer and... Uh, the one, the, the computers. Yeah, Taraja B. Henson. This is a, a film about women who are mathematicians. So what they do is... Hidden figures. So that's why they compute. So they are actually computers because they do math all day. Hard math. Long division. And then they work for NASA. Not your Facebook post. You put something in parentheses and there's a division sign and it's like, what's the answer? And everybody's arguing because it's nine or one. No, this is upper level math that you haven't even seen yet. Stuff on Netflix for people to see. I mean, like one one that comes to mind recently, the Enola Holmes movie with Millie Bobby Brown, I actually found really fun. Yeah, we're obsessed about Sherlock Holmes, aren't we? I mean, we can they can make the Sherlock Holmes TV. So, who's your favorite um, Sherlock Holmes? On even though this is Enola Holmes, but who's your favorite Sherlock Holmes? Well, well, does the Pink oh. Panther count? Does Clouseau count? Jock Clouseau as a Sherlock Holmes? He's a detective, kind of loosely, kind of based. On, I guess it's not really Sherlock Holmes. Wait, Who is my favorite? You Sherlock just Holmes? jumped another series. You just went I know. They're similar enough. They're they're British and detectives. <laughs> no, I'm asking like you know for you to. Oh, who's my favorite who's actor favorite for to play Sherlock? Oh, boy. Is it Robert Downey? Is it Benedict I'm not big on Robert Downey Jr. I haven't seen Sherlock. I know. I know what you're gonna say. All that. I know. I know all that film. Some of that film for today. <laughs> Oh my goodness! You have not even seen the Sherlock Holmes with Robert Downey Jr. I mean, it, look, I I don't really like love any anybody like too much, but I like Henry Cavill as like a Sherlock Holmes. But I just think like I'm one of those people where like I think Henry Cavill like in most different like timelines of the world, I think he should be like one of our biggest stars ever. And now he's just on like The Witcher and Enola Holmes. And it's like, this guy was Superman three years ago. So it's just weird because I I, I like his charisma. It's Guy Ritchie and Army Hammer. And it's like a, a heist movie. And it's based on this old TV, Man from Uncle uh, is Uncle. the name of it. Yeah, and I actually really like him in there. And if I remember correctly, that he was in talks to be Bond just because he was in a semi-spy movie. So people were like, oh, he's British. He's mm-hmm. handsome. So if you're British and handsome, more than likely, at some point, you're going to be in the running for James Bond. I didn't know he, he is British, yeah. Oh, okay. So, hang on a sec. Henry Cavill in Enola Holmes, he was the brother, of course, of Enola Holmes. So he's Sherlock, he, he plays Sherlock Holmes, which I yeah. thought he's a little bit too confident. There's a scathing, like, uh, self-loathing about Sherlock Holmes intelligent but brooding which henry Cavill doesn't do yeah correct yeah so he's i don't think he's suited for that he's uh so he's so is easy, yours easy to look at i don't hate that about him playing <laughs> sherlock holmes but i don't think that makes him the most suited sherlock holmes and it's interesting that your point about him not being more of a megastar than he currently is. Is your point that being in The Witcher and in Nola Holmes beneath him? I, no, I'm not saying beneath him. I just mean like, it's just, it's interesting to see his career 
Like I, I wouldn't, for instance, <laughs> I, I'm not saying Clement. I just mean Robert. I, look, I'll say it bluntly. Robert Downey Jr. isn't doing a Netflix original movie. He's not doing The Witcher or like anything like that because he's, not yet. he's, he's Iron Man, but he's Iron Man. So he's fine. Like because like the MCU was super popular and because yeah. the DCEU wasn't as popular, unfortunately. Um, Interesting. Because think- Superman story kind of was botched a little bit, but <laughs> yeah. But again, that's a whole separate tangent. What is your favorite Sherlock Holmes? <laughs> I think Benedict Cumberbatch is pretty good. I think um, that's that's what I've heard. He's quite good. I mean, he has that that self-loathing quite down pat, you know, <laughs> which makes me think that Harry Cavill is not English enough, actually, because there's. Oh, are you calling him out? Um, to to Hollywood, I almost <laughs> want to say. <laughs> I have another recommendation if to hear another one. Give it to me. So there's two of them. One I've already finished. One I'm actually starting. Uh, both of these are pretty popular, just to be clear. But if for whatever reason, like you've kind of been on the fence, The Good Place is a very, very bingeable show. I, me and my girlfriend I watched it. But, like, okay, my daughter, oh, my, my daughter agrees with you. Well, your daughter is right. I wish <laughs> she was the host of this podcast. Um, but I, I don't know. There's there's some really good things like. Uh, psychology studies of of humans and who we are as people and it's kind of like sprinkled into this comedy that i was like oh this is awesome that this like they took the office and they're like what if we added this pseudo afterlife scenario with it too so and um, it has all that that hayden's correct and it has ted danson so you know it does it does he's terrific i mean so yeah you got to kind of watch it because you have to the other one that i was going to mention is I am actually starting, I am one of, I guess, the only people maybe, I am going to start watching Schitt's Creek with my girlfriend because I've, my mom has been we don't get that bugging here. me to watch it. Oh, really? What? I know. Sad, huh? So it's one of those ones that I have to go on a, on a bad internet site to download. <laughs> Turns out I'm wrong. What else is new? <laughs> so you can find Schitt's Creek on Mola TV all five seasons of it and totally totally binge worthy go check it out the card launch um, it's not always a great thing okay so yeah, speaking yeah. of um sorry one more netflix uh, series that i'd like to ask you i'm obsessed with my um stand-up comedians and uh talk show hosts. that is crazy that's what i was going to end on this with <laughs> really what are we gonna yes, end yeah with? i i had i had i had, I had, I had I had th- well, you you have you have your Letterman. I have three stand-up comedians, just in general specials that I was going to mention because I know people really. Okay. Maybe they need a laugh right now. They do. Tell me. <laughs> um, okay, so I was going to recommend John Mulaney. The best one probably is New in Town. All of his specials are really great. They're worth checking out. Uh, you can listen to them if you want, but it's fun to see. John Mulaney, because he has really funny like mannerisms on stage. So Mike Birbiglia also has uh, My Girlfriend's Boyfriend, uh, which is one of my favorite comedy <laughs> specials ever. Now, now I will say... You just described some people's uh, marriages there, you know. I know, I know. Now, I, I will say it's a little bit more like kind of storytelling, so mm-hmm. a little bit more serious, but he's a really funny comedian. And then the other... I was going to mention because he was kind of uh, in the news recently. Um, Actually, before that, um, just Bo Burnham's What If You Like Musical Comedy. 
he's a genius at that and he really perfected it uh, for both what and happy, either of those. But the last one, uh, do you know Hassan Minaj? Yes. Patriot Yeah. Do Patriarch and his special Homecoming King. Dude, Homecoming King was one of the best special. Yeah, he's amazing. He's terrific. He's so brilliant. I mean, Hassan Minhaj is definitely a brilliant mind. I love his behind that, but the between the scenes or behind the scenes, I guess. Uh, Patriot Act for sure is a, a top show um, to watch. And I don't know I mean, if you saw... Depending on who you ask, though, because my mom can't stand him, but... Um, <laughs> I, I don't know if you saw the reason he was trending. Is? Because? Um, so he was, he was hooked up to a lie detector test, uh-huh. and and he was... I don't think... I legitimately think he wasn't expecting to be asked this question, because uh, he said on... I think it was on Dak she- Shepard's podcast. Dak Shepard's an actor who is kind of like the yeah, next Ashton Kutcher's main star. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and yeah. Pod- yeah, yeah. He, and podcasting. Yeah, yeah. He's coming for our the podcasting glory now. Um, and Kristen Bell's husband. Uh, so we've all we've come full circle. I always forget that Hassan was asked. He's like, oh, like you said on Dak's podcast. Like, what would you rate Dak out of ten? And he's like, oh, if I have to be honest, because he was hook, hooked up to a lie detector test, he was like six point one. And then he went on this uh, tangent. Where he was like, yeah, I mean, the thing that like uh, I'm very like envious of that the industry has created is people like Dak Shepard who like are a little bit schlubby. Like we don't have that for any people of color. It's either you have to be like ultra mega hot, and I forget the okay. the Asian actor he brought up, but he's like, yeah, Probably have you seen that Nanjiani. guy? <laughs> well, that's that's a good one recently to bring up. But he was talking about this. Asian actor and he's like he's ripped and he flexed his muscles and he could hold a pencil between his abs so you either have to be that to be insanely hot or you're nothing and and he brought up he's like the only reason like I've made it is because I'm funny like people don't even think like I'm attractive and Hassan Minaj is like a good looking dude (laughs) and and it's just one of those yeah. things that's like unfortunate. And I am loving seeing people bringing that up openly in that are working in Hollywood industries because right. that's going to be actual changes. Lulu Wang brought up because I think Ron Howard was announced to do, I want to say it's a Chinese biopic. And everyone was like, hey, uh, Ron Howard doesn't know anything about right. being Chinese. And I was like, you know, like Lulu Wang is, you should bring that up. That's important to you. We don't need to keep this hush hush anymore. Like. This is a problem in Hollywood. I, I love directors and our uh, actors like just openly being about that. I guess. Well, yeah, and so that will bring um, about a new change, a new uh, wave of different, a new genre of filmmaking. And it's not always needing to originate from Hollywood too, because I mean, you, want, you mentioned earlier about you know Studio Ghibli. You know, uh, it's a powerhouse um, uh, on its own, and you know, centered in its own universe, and it's very much not Hollywood centered. So for sure, and then so more and more of that is um, going to uh, be the case moving forward. I think back to the segue of the Agenda Agenda miniseries, Netflix original coming up soon. I'll say, I'll say this, uh, Hassan. <laughs> yeah. If you want to direct it, man, I we would love to have you. <laughs> you're the no, you're the number one get. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. Oh man, there's <laughs> there's no not no other. It doesn't there's go. No one else. There's no one else. <laughs> Yeah. Can you make us the homecoming king and queen the way that you write that for us? But um, yeah, that was brilliant. That was just absolutely brilliant. So yeah, this has been fun and wanted to make sure that 
to keep you guys entertained and in touch. And, and film is always a, a good way, I think, to connect everyone. And it could be in Jakarta or it could be in Texas. And we could be watching the same Doesn't film. matter. Kind of unites us all. We all love Hayden Lewis from all that film podcast. And we welcome him back anytime. So this is 2020. We'll see you again, hopefully, in 2021. Happy holidays. Stay safe. Texas and all around the world. Yeah. See you guys. Right. Thank you.